Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Well, everything's awful. Everything sucks. And that's that's how it is. I sing that all the time. I very, very rarely sing everything is awesome. I sing everything is awful. And then I change it to be like, everything the worst when you have the Supreme Court or something. I don't yeah, know. well, yep, that's true for right now. I don't think I've ever sang it as everything is awful, but now I will. Oh, I sing it. I, I guess that's just us. I try to be the optimist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Yeah, that's definitely going to be my new anthem. <laughs> yeah. Also, apologize for my audio. Uh, we emptied out my closet. And so now there's nothing padding the sound and making it so that it's not super echoey. So if it's echoey, I apologize, but such is life. I don't have to worry about that. I got way too much crap in my closet. Sweatshirts! Sweatshirts galore! I should probably go through my... I feel like I just went through my closet and now it's full again. (laughs) I have a problem. (laughs) You go through your sweatshirts so often. I don't... Okay, I go through them, but I just, like, refold them because I can't part ways with any of them. They all have sentimental value. You should make a sweatshirt blanket. I made a t-shirt quilt with all my old t-shirts, and one of the ones on there is the 25th anniversary Disney World one with the castle cake on it, and I'm kind of sad that I decided to cut it up, because I kind of wish I would have just kept it as a shirt, so every time I look at it, I'm like, well, it's nice that it's on my t-shirt quilt, but I'm also sad that I cut it up. Why did I do that? Yeah, my thing is that, like, I have t-shirts that I have packed away that I'll probably make like a blanket out of or whatever. And they just don't fit me anymore because I, first of all, I've gained a lot of weight because life, but also like I have really broad shoulders and like a really long torso and like broad ribs. And it's like when I was younger, I was fine with wearing tight shirts Mm -hmm. and now I hate it because I sweat through everything and I'm disgusting and so I just don't wear shirts like that anymore. Yeah, but I you probably get like, like the men's shirts, shirts so. now. Yeah, men's I do. I like stuff on it. Women's cut t-shirts. I hate I because hate they're it. so short. They're short. They're narrow. It's like they they're made for Barbies, and it makes me really upset because it's like if if they're larges, they don't get longer. They just get wider, wider and it's it like me crazy. but they only it's. It, uh, and also, like, I'm not someone with a large chest, so, like, that doesn't matter to me, but I know it matters to other people, and it's just, like... Yes. <laughs> and it's, like, I, I... For my own comfort, I'm definitely a large, but it's, like, if I... To, like, I should be a medium normally, yeah. based on my size, but I'm a, I'm a large minimum, yeah. which is ridiculous. Same. I'm like, I always buy larges, but then they just... It looks like a box and i just i wish the women's cut would have like the proportions like the slimmer waist so it's not like a box but then be longer and then like the right amount of room in the hips (laughs) because like you i'm like i should be a medium but the hips are so tight and the top is so tight but then the middle part's so baggy well they don't actually do a slimmer waist yeah (laughs) they don't do a slimmer waist they do the whole slimmer torso and it's like, that's not the issue. That's not how women are made. We're not all pencils. Yes. There are some people who are pencil shaped and that's fine for them, but it's not the majority. Yeah. 
Let's start so our own just... t-shirt line. Oh my god, that would be a lot of work. It would be. Also, I don't know what I would put on them. <laughs> Nothing. I just need plain shirts that fit me well. See, my thing that I've been wearing lately is like button-down shirts that I can like short sleeve shirts that I can tie in the front. Yes. I love But the thing that. is, then those are normally like short i want to be able to tie them and then like not have them be crop tops which is a lot to ask for someone with my torso length but it's just like it's all i want i just and the thing is i have to get really big button down shirts because my shoulders are so broad that i have to get like larges or extra larges and it's like can i please just please <laughs> like i just i got a couple of oversized ones from american eagle and I haven't tried them on yet, but I got mediums because they're supposed to be oversized. And I'm like, please. Please actually be oversized. Were please they? Please be oversized. I haven't tried them on yet. Oh, okay. Well, let me know. I just, I just got them. I've gotten way more into button downs lately. So if you like them, let me know. Maybe I'll get some. I just like the material better normally. Well, unless they're rayon, which rayon is terrible. But it's like a lot of the times they're just like cotton. Yeah. Or like a nice light material. Because it's like t-shirts feel really heavy on me and it's like rayon sucks and polyester sucks. And I'm like, please just give me like, let me just wear something light and flowy and like it doesn't stick to my skin. Yeah. So anyway, that's my life. Um, Today we're talking about Geek Charming. Sure are. I had seen this movie, I think once. You back- had? I had. Yeah. Back in the day. I think I said this All when right. it like first came out, like back in my babysitting days. Or, like, oh, right. When I right. would come back from... Because this movie came out in, what, 2011? Yeah, so I think that was when I used to come back in the summers from college and watch watch the girls. But they would always want to watch Disney Channel. So I remember seeing this one when we were at one of the water parks because I had taken them there for, like, an overnight. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there watching this movie. I'm like, what is this? (laughs) And I did recognize Sarah Hyland from Modern Modern Family. Family, So it's like I knew her and... I think she does a fine job in this movie. She's but she's fine. Other she's than directed that, terribly. Yeah, yeah. she's, she's dressed fine. Terribly. He's fine. Yeah, the outfits in this movie are not 2011. It's like someone from 2006 was like, "Yeah, 2011 looked like this," and it's like, <laughs> "No, it didn't." No, it didn't. Like I very much know what I was wearing in 2011, and this ain't it. Yeah. Like no, 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 no. Especially because, like, I graduated high school in 2011, so, like, her being a senior, she was probably a junior, but, like, her being, like, a senior junior at this time was, like, very much what I would have been wearing. Yeah. Of course, she was supposed to be, like, rich and buying a bunch of stuff and, like, super high fashion, and it's, like, but still, she looked like crap. Yeah, she did. (laughs) Not her, her clothes, like, but, like, oh, my God. Okay, let me read the word. So, it's TVG. It's from 2011. It's an hour 39. It was so long. Uh, Listen to these. Listen to these. Romance. Romantic comedy. Coming of age. Comedy. It's like, you don't don't need all of those. Like, get rid of romance and comedy if you just want romantic comedy. You don't need all three of those. Exactly. Coming of age, I guess. Yeah. I'll give coming of age. They, they, They both grow up a little bit in the course of the movie. I'll give coming of age. In romantic comedy, sure. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Just call it romantic comedy and coming of age. Yeah. Spoiler alert as to what this movie is. This movie is just He's All That before He's All That came out. Yeah. Like, that's it. it they saw She's All That. The, so this is based on a book. And the writer saw She's All That. And they were like, what if we gender bent it? And then they did it. And then it sucked. 
Yeah. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> uh, okay. And that's why they made He's All That. That one came out, what, last year? The year I before? I think last year, and it's bad. Yeah. There's, I've been watching. I was a, excited for it because I really liked She's All That. <laughs> and then I watched that one. I'm like, oh, no. Also, She's All That has aged, like, cardboard, wet cardboard. Don't tell like, me it that. Is... I used to like that movie. I it's guess the whole concept so... is so stupid. It's probably one of those. It it's is one of the so ones where it's bad. like you take off your glasses and put on some makeup and oh my gosh, you're beautiful. Oh my god, it's really it's rough. But um, yeah. The so there's a YouTuber I like called Jamie French, and she talked about I think both he's all that and she's all that. Um, and she's all that, or he, not she's all that. He's all that, which is the one that came out last year, is like just really bad. Yeah, <laughs> like really. First of all, they took a TikTok influencer and we're like yeah you oh, can act and right then they put her... i forgot about that yeah. yep yeah it's really bad anyway uh this movie is just that but probably better so if you really want to watch he's all that and don't want to watch he's all that <laughs> watch, watch geek geek Charming. <laughs> uh okay so the blurb of this is film geek josh is looking for the subject of his new documentary when a chance meeting puts the perfect star in his sights Dylan, his school's most popular junior. Okay, junior. Juniors. There you that go. That's right. But Dylan's hopes of using the film to become Blossom Queen don't quite match with Josh's goal to make a hard-hitting expose about popularity. Will Josh shoot the film as planned or show Dylan as the truly interesting person she is? Did we ever figure out... So this is filmed like a documentary... Mm-hmm. while he's making this documentary did we ever figure out like why they were filming it no. like that it's, it's just like modern they just family have... where they're just filming it like it's, it's a documentary just... with interviews yeah it's just flavor for the movie and it added nothing right it would it the pacing was totally askewed because of this breaking up with these documentary mockumentary bits of dylan or josh going what oh my god i totally didn't say that oh my god she's so obnoxious why do people even like her how is she popular and it's like oh my god yeah not needed not not necessary who wrote this movie did we find out i can't remember if we talked about this while we watched it i actually don't think i looked up any of the trivia but i was just so, so bogged down by how just like Oh, it's just so much. Well, uh, while you pull that up, I'll read the small blurb, which is, Popular Dylan wants film geek Josh to help her be crowned Blossom Queen. Yeah, wants I mean, her, that's better. Sure, I guess she wants him to help by making this documentary. Sure. So what's what's sad is that this movie was directed by the guy who directed both Teen Beach Movie and oh, Teen Beach 2. I think we did talk about that while we were We watching. did know yeah. that. Yeah. Um... This was the first one of the three, but it's still it's still a bummer. Uh, let's see. The writer, based on the novel by Robin Palmer and the teleplay, both by women, which, like, I can kind of get. Sure. Yeah. Uh, looks like one of the writers writes a bunch of Hallmark movies, which makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not that that's a negative, but it just makes sense. Yeah. And the other one does the same thing. Oh, they're like a writing duo, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the, like, cheesiness of it makes sense then. I mean, I guess all DCOMs are kind of cheesy, but this one especially. So, that's, that's kind of cool. Who, who did the costuming? If it is Mona May, I will cry. No, okay, it's Rebecca Sorensen Kielstrup. Okay. Well, that means nothing to me. I don't know. 
Uh, they costumed Riverdale. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen too much of that show, but I don't remember the costuming it being great. Doesn't so look good. I guess that makes it sense. Doesn't look good. It's not the worst. Oh no, they also costumed as I'm Radio Rebel. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That's that wasn't bad. that wasn't good either. That looks bad. That one's that one's bad. Who did the hair? Makeup department by somebody. This is only the first first assistant, so I can't blame them too much. Anyway, okay, so long story of this movie is that there's Dylan and Josh, and they're the popular girl and the nerdy guy. Whoa. And Josh wants to enter this film competition. He needs to find a theme, and so he decides to follow Dylan and what, you know make an expose about popularity basically which honestly is kind of interesting but like it's not an expose let's be real it's high school yeah and he follows her around and we learn more about dylan about like the reason she really wants to become blossom queen is because her mom died and she was blossom queen and that's like the only way that she feels that she can keep connected with her we learn that dylan is like really weirdly smart but like nothing is ever like talked about with it she just does these like advanced math equations like in her head yeah, but then it's like, like never talked about out, again like shopping and she's like oh this is this much and with this percent of sales tax it's gonna be this much and josh is like oh my gosh you're smart yeah and then they're talking about science like a uh, like uh, science fiction and she goes oh well this then the thing the law of this and blah 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 but it's like halfway through the movie they never talk about yeah. it again <laughs> and like in the beginning of the documentary she, she like he like asks what her plans after high school are and She's like, oh, I just want to be Blossom Queen. And they never, like, bring it around to, like, tell her that, like, see what more she, like, has planned for herself at the end of the movie, which I was like, come on, like. Maybe they were planning a sequel and they were going to get it. Get God. To <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that they didn't. And Josh it has a crush on Dylan's ex-best friend, who's, like, this quirky guitar girl. She's the girl from Pretty Little Liars we figured out. I'm like, that looks like the girl from Pretty Little Liars. And sure enough, it was, which was about the same time that the show came out. Well, she was only 14 when Pretty Pretty Little Liars started, which honestly is interesting because she's the right age, but also the stuff that they had them do on Pretty Little Liars should not have been a 14-year-old. Yeah. Were the other... No, they were like... I was gonna say, because... They like were like the whole, in the uh, 20. The one I hated was, I can't remember her name. The but teacher? She had the affair with the teacher, and I'm like, Lucy how, Hale, yeah, yeah. how old was Lucy Hale when this show came out? I don't. She I had she to was. at least be 18, obviously, but. I'm pretty sure she was 18. But what a, I know what that... an uncomfortable thing for your plot, though. I did not like it. No, it was, uh, Pretty Little Liars is awful. Like, I, I'll, I'll flat out say it. Like, I have a really just terrible relationship with Pretty Little Liars because I've gone on the WB studio tour in Burbank three times and every single time it's a great tour it's really fascinating but they always ask people about shows they want to learn more about and people are always like tell me more about Pretty Little Liars I love Pretty Little Liars I want to know everything about Pretty Little Liars and so I'll learn all this crap about Pretty Little Liars and I'm like I do not care and didn't you ask one time for a different movie or show they're like we don't know anything about that one I feel like yeah because I went on that tour with you for one of them. I can't remember if it was your second or third time doing that tour where it was all Pretty Little Liars, but I remember you saying, like, oh my gosh, this again. Yeah. 
It's very annoying. I do want to do that tour well, again now. And I mean, I would hope at this point people are done asking questions about that show and you could actually see some other stuff. I remember well, asking so about pretty... Supernatural and they're like, that's actually not filmed here. So we can't tell you anything about it. I'm like, you can't tell me anything about it? Come on. If it's not filmed on the property, then I can understand that because it's all about touring the property. Well, I guess, but I don't know. Wouldn't they have like props or something somewhere? Well, maybe in the props room, but probably not because they have a different studio. Because it's Dumb. filmed in Vancouver. That was like the one WB show that I really watched. So I was just disappointed that they didn't have anything for me. <laughs> the WB? Sarah, that was on CW. Oh, no, it was on... The WB switched over in like 2002. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. No way. <laughs> you look it up. No, but they did. they did have... They said that it was like their network, but they just didn't film there. Well, yeah, a lot of the CW is on film. I mean, Pretty Little Liars was CW. Yeah, I need to look up. Was it that long ago that it actually switched? Holy cow. Yeah, because it switched halfway through Buffy. Wow. It was the, uh, the WB and UPN. Uh, Lucy Hale is my sister's age, so she was uh, like 21, 22 when Pretty Little Liars started. Uh, the woman who played uh, Spencer was 25. Because uh, it started in 2010, so, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sasha Peters, I cannot pronounce her, her last name, uh, was already in Pretty Liar- Little Liars at that point. Uh, yeah, Ashley Benson was also in her 20s. She was 21. Shay Mitchell was 22, 23. And then, yeah, uh, Sasha was 14. <laughs> <laughs> How that's weird. so weird yeah. i mean i like it when they use actors who are the that's age too in high school, young but, w- but with that show i can get she that. was they need too to be young yeah. they were supposed to be like 15 16 so yeah. it's like first of all she was too young she looked really young yeah it's like that's from what they were trying to do with that show too young yeah. like a couple of those girls too old like don't get me wrong like i'm like you should not be 25 playing a 15 year old like that's that's too much I'm okay with, like, late teens playing early mid-teens. Like, I'm okay with, like, that kind of, like, that adults playing teenagers. Because it's like, I don't feel comfortable with minors doing some of the stuff that they have minors do on these shows. Yeah. But, anyway. Anyway. uh, WB became CW in 2006. So a little later than 2002, but I think Supernatural did start after that in, like, 2007 ish but buffy switched over to the w the cw halfway through there oh no they switched over to the upn halfway through that's what it was oh supernatural started in 2005 did it so i guess it was wow yep see i know something sometimes (laughs) like i could have swore i swore supernatural started on uh wb (laughs) i also can't believe supernatural started in 2005 wow Oh, I can. Everything started in 2005. Psych started in 2005. 30 Rock started in 2005. How I Met Your Mother started in 2005. Supernatural started in 2005. Like, everything started in 2005. Um, yeah, I just got it confused with switching over to UPN in 2002. That's what it was. Because that's weird that they switched over to UPN. I don't know anything about UPN. <laughs> UPN is what merged with the WB oh. to become the CW. Got it. Why it's called the CW, I don't know. But there was a lot of that, like, flip-flopping before they... Officially moved. Merged? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, 
there was like a weird thing in like 2006 where like a bunch of the networks were trying to figure out what they were going to do because mm-hmm. it was like a bunch of the big series had ended like friends had ended a couple of years before that 70s show ended a couple other ones ended and they had just gotten a couple off their feet like i was just talking about because there was a bunch of shows in 2005 but like they just didn't know what to do and so they were trying to like rebrand and pivot and stuff and now there's freeform Oh, right. Which is which used to well, be that's that was ABC way, way, family? way later. Right? Yeah, that was in like 2015. Okay, was do you remember Fox Family? Whatever happened to Fox yeah. Family? Oh, that died a long time ago. Because isn't that what Freaks and Geeks used to be on? <laughs> Girl, I started watching Freaks and Geeks <laughs> ten years after it came out. So <laughs> when did? Okay, that's not helpful. They're like, when did Freeform start? 1977. Uh. No. I'm pretty sure that was like 2011. Oh, okay. (laughs) They announced it in 2015. I was close. Okay. Fox Family. (laughs) Fox Family. Uh, When did it end? Uh, It says that it's still going. No way. I've never seen Fox Family on a TV recently. Stop. Fox Kids was replaced by the 4Kids Entertainment produced Fox Box Block on September 14th, 2020, 2002. Oh my god. The block renamed 4Kids TV on January 22nd, 2005, ran until December 27th, 2008, marking Fox's complete withdrawal from children's programming. So 2008. Also, oh my god, I can't believe it was run by 4Kids. For people who don't know, 4Kids made some of the worst anime dubs including the one piece dub which is terrible and they like edited the anime because like one of the characters is always smoking a cigarette and they replaced it with a lollipop oh no and like anytime there was a weapon they like tried to make it something less bad like there was one character who had like a gun and they were like oh no slingshot and so you can see this like mangled drawing of like a hand yeah it's so bad i had no idea what any of that stuff was so interesting to learn it's really bad uh yeah. Anyway, back to Keep Charming. Back to Keep Charming. Uh, Do we have to go back? I Let's just talk about the moral, because there was something that you had to write down. Yes, when she's, Dylan was making her big Blossom Queen speech at the end, and she literally said, like, there's one thing I've learned throughout this whole process, or something about that. And she said... It's not about being popular or a geek. It's about being around people who make you happy. Yeah, and that's it. And then she went in to talk about Josh and yeah, her f- whoever used to be a friend. What was her name? I uh, don't remember. Amy. 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 I think. Amy? <laughs> uh, yeah. I also just realized I forgot to finish talking about the long story of this. But basically, it's just that okay, oh. they fall for each other, and then Spoiler, he shows she becomes Blossom Queen. Yeah, she wins Blossom Queen after he shows her movie, and she thinks that he's making fun of her, but he's actually trying to show her true side, and then they get together, and that's the end. That's really like that's it. Well, he shows a lot of stuff. It's really like, bad. Of yeah, her, and I don't. I don't blame her for leaving. That's a lot of and everyone's stuff laughing about you at her. Theater. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. He's like, you left early. It's like, well, no crap. I would have left early too. <laughs> it's so bad. But yeah, it that's one hundred percent the moral. And I wouldn't say it's done badly. It's just not a great moral in regards. Yeah. To, but anyway, it's like don't judge a book so by like, its cover. People make you happy. Yeah. Don't hide the real you. Yeah, it's on the inside at that some matters. Point they talk about- yeah, they mentioned sequels are never as good as the original. I think that was, like, one of their last things that they said. And I'm like, 
Well, that's not always true, but I guess if you want to have that as a side yeah, moral. Too is For example, Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Sometimes sequels are just as good, if not better, than the original. Again, I say Spider-Man 2. I had coworkers yell at me about how Spider-Man 2, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 2, is a bad movie. And I was like, okay, first of all, I literally just said that it's one of my comfort movies and it makes me feel better when I'm sad. Right. Like, so, yeah. like, ow? And second of all, like, why are we attacking me about this movie that is not regarded as a bad movie? I'm not talking about the amazing Spider-Man movies. I'm talking about the Tobey Maguire movies that I like. Cause yeah. I didn't even say they were good. Like, it's not like I came out and was like, they're great MCU movies or anything. I was like, they're just good. I just like it as a movie. Like, it's a, right. I like the movie. I like Alfred Molina's portrayal. I like, I like the story. I think it's interesting. And they were like, no, it's terrible. And I was like, I talked to my coworkers like on Slack behind the scenes. I was like, yo, what the heck just happened? Because we'd just been talking and he was like, I don't know, man. Like, what is happening? <laughs> like, they were like jumping down my throat and I had to be like, and a couple of other people were like, let's get on with the meeting. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Why are you <laughs> like, why are you attacking if someone me was for like, liking Spider-Man too? I was like, if someone was like, Uh, it's not my favorite i don't really like that movie or if it's like oh no that movie i just like i can't do it it's like okay but they're like no that movie's bad and i was like yo (laughs) what and i think he was trying to people just can't make up their mind about any of those spider-man movies because i know for a while like there was so much hate on the amazing spider-man movies and now now everyone loves them uh, no way now now that no no way no way that's the newest one right came out everyone's like oh i loved um, andrew garfield Andrew Garfield and the Amazing Spider-Man. And I was like, I thought you all were just hating on those movies. Like, what the heck happened? No, it's just bad. But, like... I never hated them. I found them fine. But I know I'm not as, like, picky and judgmental about any Marvel movies. I just don't like that Spider-Man style. Like, like from the comics, it's, like, the ultimate Spider-Man more so, where he's, like, really angsty. It's just not the yeah. Peter that I like. So it's not Andrew Garfield's part. you've read the comics, it's... so you would know and yeah. relate them. But I've never read the comics, so I'm just basing it off of the movies themselves. Right, which is totally fine. And it's like, I don't know if this coworker was also, like, the main coworker was trying to, like, come back after a couple of us had said, like, Doctor Strange wasn't very good. And, like, but it wasn't, we weren't even saying, like, it's not very good. We're saying right now, and this is true, the world is really oversaturated with multiverse crap. Like, there's so much multiverse stuff. There's the new Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse that's coming out. There's everything everywhere all at once, which is, of course, incredible. There's Doctor Strange. There's, like, a bunch of multiverse things. And Doctor Strange, in comparison to some of these multiverse things, is lacking because it's not original and it's following a very stereotypical uh, MCU formula. And... That, I mean, if it had been released at a different time, maybe, but it's like, it's, we're just really oversaturated with it. And this guy was like, no, it's great. It's amazing. It's like, okay, you're allowed to think that. Like, good for you. That's totally yeah. fine. This is I just, my oh opinion my about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I thought it was so funny in the Doctor Strange movie, how like Doctor Strange basically, I mean, it's played by the same actor in every yeah. alternate universe. But then when they were doing the whole Spider-Man multiple universe or whatever oh, thing, yeah, no and way it's home. like, yeah. oh, now we're gonna bring back Andrew Garfield and Tommy, Toby Maguire, and those are gonna be the alternate universe Spider-Men. <laughs> so I think it's funny that they like changed it's, one. It's just a mess, like superhero, and kept the other the same. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come out and be like, I love the MCU, but it's like I do like the MCU when it gets it right. Like I think WandaVerse mm-hmm. is Wanda, WandaVision, not WandaVerse. WandaVision is great. So I think the way they treated uh, uh, Scarlet Witch in 
Multiverse of Madness is pathetic, first of all, because she's yeah. a very, first of all, she's a very interesting character in the comics, and she's a very interesting character in WandaVision, and they just totally trashed her in the movie, and that sucks. Yeah, I did not like what they did to her in no, that movie. No, Elizabeth Olsen deserves better. But it's like, I, I don't, I... I think the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies are good. I haven't actually seen No Way Home because I I didn't want to pay for it. That's not so bad. But I didn't want to pay for it because uh, my dad had a DVD version of it. And so I was going to get it at some point and now I have it and I'm going to watch it. But um, I like Homecoming. I think it's I think it's fun. Uh, yeah. I have no problems with it. I just don't like the hugely big... I like Captain Marvel a lot. And there's certain other ones that I, I do like. I just really don't like the huge CGI overly just your sensory overload nonsense because i just i just can't and there's a bunch of them that have come out lately that are just they're just they're just bad like it's a lot lately like the eternals is awful they did the eternals on on ethan's show and like oh my god my dad has the highest tolerance when it comes to these movies which is yeah. Saying a lot because he Same. has he <laughs> yeah. well my dad even more so because it's like my dad has read all of these comics like he owns so many of them and he's read all these stories and he knows all these characters like inside and out and he's really tolerant of these movies and he likes he just likes watching them because it's like he grew up with these comics he likes being able to see them come to life and there are very few that he thinks are bad the Eternals he straight out said was bad and he doesn't really like Ant Man and the Wasp which Ant Man and the Wasp made me so sad because Ant Man is so good like I watch Ant Man all the time because I had one stipulation for Ant Man and they did it spiel and then we'll get back to you charming but in the nineteen seventies original cast well no it was the second original cast because Chevy Chase had left and it was Bill Murray of uh, SNL they did a sketch about Superman. And Lois Lane, because Marco Kidder was the the host that week, hosting a party. And a bunch of superheroes came. And, of course, they didn't differentiate between, like, DC and, and Marvel at that point. So it was, like, you know, Hulk and The Flash. And uh, I'm trying to think of another Marvel one that was there. I think, like, Thor was there or something. And then Garrett Morris, who is was so funny, comes up as Ant-Man. And no one knows who Ant-Man is. And he's like, I'm Ant-Man. And... <laughs> like we don't know who Ant-Man is and it's really funny and I was like my only stipulation for that movie is that Garrett Morris makes a cameo and he does he did I okay I didn't I didn't even realize that because I didn't know any of the original cast he doesn't so. even have a line but I I'll screamed. have to rewatch I screamed in the movie theater so it's right when he first where uh Paul Rudd first puts on the suit and shrinks and he goes and he goes on an adventure and he lands on the top of a taxi and the taxi driver who looks up at the roof, that's Garrett Morris. I was sitting in the okay. theater and I went, oh my God, they did it. And, <laughs> the one thing And every I other wanted. person in there, like people like me are probably like, why is this person screaming? What's happening? I didn't actually scream, but I like turned to my dad. I was like, dad. <laughs> and I was, oh, I was so happy. I was so happy. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, Geek Charming is really, like, the moral is just too, it's really on the nose, but it's not bad. Yeah. It's fine. Popularity is all. I feel like we had something similar to this somewhere. Cracked up to be, like, there's just a lot of stuff. Uh, What's a movie that was similar to this? (sighs) Trying to think. Because I know, like, Cowbells we gave really high, which I definitely don't want to do that. And that's Don't Judge a Book by its cover. Princess Protection Program is Don't Judge a Princess by Her Crown, which I gave a 6.25. Oh. That's actually fitting because yeah. uh, Crown, Blossom Queen. 
I feel like this did it slightly better than Princess Protection Program, though. So I'm looking. I have to have Cheetah Girls 2 at 6.25. I have Christmas Again at a 6.5. And Good Luck Charlie, it's Christmas at 6.5. Wow. I gave Princess Protection Program higher for moral. I gave it a 7. But let me see what I gave Cowbells. Do I have anything at 6.75? Because I also want to give it above... Smart. I have a bunch of stuff at a 6.5, and I think it's better than most of the stuff I have at a 6.5. So I yeah. think I'm thinking this is 6.75. Yeah, I have a big range because I gave Princess Protection Program a 7 and Cowbells an 8.5. So I know I want to be in between those, but that gives me a lot of wiggle room. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 6.75 because like, it's better than going to the math moral wise. It's better than Smart House moral wise. Because, like, it's not a bad moral. It's j- yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's just a little bit, like, I know this sounds so ridiculous, but, like, it's just a little bit on the nose of, like, oh, she's popular, but she's not. She's definitely going to be different on the inside. Oh, he's a geek, yep. but he's hot. That's my problem, actually. <laughs> like, her thing yeah, is fine. That's... His thing is just, like, it doesn't matter that he's a geek. He's super hot if you cut his hair. And it's, like, first of all, he, he's not. But he he gets a mullet kind of going on there. He does kind of get a mullet. He's just a regular looking dude. Like, yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure they dated in real life. I think I looked that up. Time to. I think you did look that up. Yeah. Time to go back. Or at least you brought it up. Um, I have descendants to it a seven and a half, and I don't want to go at that or above. So I'm gonna give this one a seven two five. For the moral. I don't know if I have any other 725s. I should somewhere. Oh, there we go. Stuck in the suburbs, I have it a 7.25. That's fine. Yeah, I can sure. see that. Yeah, Matt Prokop and Prokop, I don't know how to pronounce his name, and Sarah Hyland had been dating for several years when the movie was released. Oh. I don't think they're dating anymore, though. No, she's dating that guy from the Bachelor series. Oh, crazy. <laughs> she's engaged to him. Uh, Wells. He's actually like a really down to earth guy. So I'm you are that. saying a name I have never heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to get invested Absolutely in the bachelor not. world, like I do. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, he's actually he's like a really cool guy, and he ended up being. I know that you don't know anything about the Bachelor, Absolutely but they have not. a summer series called Bachelor in Paradise, where they just stick all these people on the beach. And Wells ended up becoming like the bartender because he's so well liked. So now he's just like the guy everyone vents to, and he makes them drink. So that's actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's I think a great guy. So I think Sarah is good with him. <laughs> I we keep getting ads for uh, All Star Sh- All Star Shore on Paramount I have no Plus. Idea what that is. It's this weird reality show where it's like a bunch of reality stars from different shows so there's like Giannina from Love is Blind and obviously some Jersey Shore people and someone from RuPaul and it's like wait is Jersey Shore still a thing? No but it's like oh okay so it's like, there's just all these random reality stars and it's like why why is this yeah. a thing like I don't I'm not gonna disrespect anyone for liking what they like I just I just don't get it like I, I didn't get, I didn't watch Jersey Shore when I was in high school. Like I just, I, yeah, I didn't. Either. I don't understand. I don't understand it. I also like, yeah. To be fair, I don't like cringe anything. So like, I don't even like cringe humor. So like, I don't like The Office because it's like ninety percent cringe humor. So it's like, I just don't get it. 
But again, yeah. Can, like, I guess I can't hate on anyone because like I used to hate on people who watched The Bachelor and now I watch it. I'm like, this is I don't know why it's There's... so entertaining, but it sucks me in. Here's the thing, like trash is good to watch. Like mindless trash is fun, but it's like people fighting is not what I understand. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like I I think really f- ridiculous stuff like there's this show on netflix i can't remember something about beasts whatever uh sexy beasts on netflix where you, someone is like putting like really heavy like animalistic makeup or like alien makeup and like they go on a bunch of dates and it's like that's like their blind dates is they don't know what the person actually looks like they just know them so like they don't date anyone based on like they actually look like but they, they're not no one actually ends up together together. Like, it's yeah. it's all just a show. And honestly, I'm just there for the makeup, because my favorite reality show of all time is Face Off, which is all about stage and, and uh, like, movie makeup. So, like, that's what I'm there for. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about the relationship? Just show me the face. I mean, genuinely. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Test of Time is not good for many reasons. No, it's awful. It's really bad. First of all, the old tropes of like popular and uh the not popular and the geek genuinely the geek to chic thing is yeah, really which bad. apparently is still happening. Hence, uh, d- he's all that. Oh my, he's all that. I almost said he's the man. <laughs> She's the man. He's the man. What did I get? Which movie am I talking about? Oh, man. Um, we gave How to Build a Better Boy such a high test of time. I don't know how. Uh, what did we give it? Like a six. Like, I'm I'm genuinely shocked. Was it? Maybe it's just because it was, like, filmed and written? I think it's well, because I don't their know. outfits, like, the clothing that they were wearing was, like, kind of over the top in like a fun way it was kind of campy so i think that's why oh my gosh i can't give this one i mean just the cuts the edits really bad the writing the outfits it's it's gotta be under a five because i gave sharpay's fabulous adventure a 5.5 i gave cloud nine a 525 which is oh god i'm trying i'm trying to find something that it yeah you know what freaky friday is a three yeah. Pixel Perfect. I put it at four two five. That one came out way before. Way though. before. Oh, that's yeah, something... that's like two thousand four. I'm generally okay with giving it the same as Freaky Friday out of three. Uh, I might put it slightly above just because I did like Sarah Hyland's performance at least. Yeah, I'll give it a three. And I don't two, remember five. particularly enjoying anyone in Freaky Friday. No, they're Oh no! I remember. I like so Heidi Blickenstaff. I like Heidi Blickenstaff, but I'm pretty True. sure Heidi Blickenstaff was the reason I gave it a three. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give this a three Probably. two five. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna go to three two five, slightly above Freaky Friday. Yeah, I just because it doesn't have the awful songs that Freaky Friday has. I just keep thinking whenever I think of Freaky Friday, I think of the song that Heidi Blickenstaff plays. The mom sings to the younger brother, and it's like parents lie it's sad but true yeah. and it's so dumb it's such a bad I song about that here's, i forgot a lot about that movie which is yeah. fine for me here's the sad thing i watched the stage production of it or like parts of it and it's cute on stage it's really cute that movie is abysmal and the girl they got to play the lead is so bad like i just i just can't like i just she's so unpleasant like i uh 
I like the story of Freaky yeah. Friday. I used to read, okay, so first of all, that movie and the, and I've talked about this, but that movie and the Lindsay Lohan movie are so different from the original book. And I love the original book. And so it's like, I'm not mad if something deviates from the original source material. Like, look at Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But Matilda. Yeah, Matilda's. Those are both real doll books. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Funny. you gotta do it meaningfully. And I don't think they yeah. did it really meaningfully in this one. But anyway, not about this. Oh, God. The overall. Ooh, I haven't, I haven't thought about that too much. Um. Uh, oh God. <laughs> it's better than Freaky Friday. It is, which is at a yes. D. We've got. I, I was thinking, thinking adventure. A D plus. I, yeah, I just saw Adventures of Babysitting at a D plus, and I think, I think it's around there. Yeah, Kim Possible. We both have it a D plus. I think it's so still lower. above that. It's better what than is... Kim Possible. Kim Possible makes me What's so angry. What's the D plus range? Let me see. Going to the mat. Twenty five to thirty four, and I have Kim Possible at a thirty two. So I need a thirty three or thirty four. I have How to Build a Better Boy at thirty four, and I feel like I'm probably gonna give this a thirty four as well. Maybe it's thirty. Maybe I'm gonna give this a thirty four and give. How to build a better boy at 33. Do I like this better than how to build a better boy? I think I slightly, I do slightly, and I have how to build a better boy at a 33 already, so I'm just going to give this a 34. Join me, Kira. I am going to join you. Yes. And then I'm going to put this at a 34. Because it's like, and the reason I'm okay with giving this the highest D plus is because it's like, it's just like, if they just done like, if they'd taken away the mockumentary crap. If they had yeah. just given it a little more depth. It could have been a C minus. It could have been a C. Like, it could have been something. It could have been a contender. So it's just... Anyway. Uh, here's the thing about this, though. This is an interesting one. Because it's like, this is a D plus. I'm not going to watch it again. But this is a movie that if, like, a little kid was like, please, oh, please, oh, please, can we watch it? I would be like, okay, whatever. But I'm going to talk through this entire movie and point out all the problems and you're going to learn from this crap. Yeah. It's a good teaching moment movie. Sure. (laughs) It doesn't matter what's on. Oops, the outside. It's on the inside. Kira just breaks out into song while the child is watching. (laughs) Yeah, I'll make it a musical and it'll be way better. Uh, here's the thing, and I know, okay, first of all, I know I say here's the thing all the time. I know that's, like, my catchphrase, and I don't care. I, first of all, I'm having a lot of fun doing, when you watch these movies, even when they're bad, because it's fun. I am glad to have a library of movies for young kids that I can show, because I'm probably going to have young kids that I'm going to be hanging out with at some point in my life. I mean, I have a nephew. I will, at some point, probably watch DCOMs with him, and I'll have a good set. And we can watch yeah. those. You have your whole list in and order can... that you can show him starting. Well, do you want to start with the good ones and then go to the bad ones? Oh, I actually want to never the... show him the bad ones. If he wants to watch those, I won't True. be there. But like, I can also just tell my sister, like, hey, if you want to show this to your son, watch this one. Here's what we thought of it. Yeah. Watch the zombies movies. They're mindless. Like, it's. Oh, you're going for this moral today? Here's the decom you can watch. 
your basement has to be ranked well. Otherwise, it's going to teach the wrong lesson. Well, good thing we have a whole we have a whole spreadsheet with all the different things. We sure That's do. That's the real reason we're doing it for the children. It's for the children. That's the decom mission. Do something for a child. Do it, do it for the children. Do something for a child. Fight for their rights. Fight for their rights. <laughs> oh, my I know gosh. that sounds like it's the antithesis to abortion, but also like fight for the right for children in any way because it's like yeah a child who is not viable for life should not have to suffer for any amount of time yes don't care if that's a hot take genuinely don't yeah i have a lot of faith in the next generations though like yeah. i i feel like eventually we'll get can we also talk about I how the, so. the generation below i think below gina is called generation alpha alpha like yeah what the crap we get to be called millennials Gen Y, like that yeah. sucks. I want to be Generation Alpha. I know. I want to be Alpha. Watch the next one after them is Generation Beta. That sucks, though. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks for them. That sucks for them. That sucks. That sucks. That's really bad. But uh, yeah. Uh, and then the goofy one is give yourself a makeover. <laughs> it don't matter if it's good. Give yourself a mullet. Give yourself. Give yourself a makeover. You make yourself look however you want. It doesn't matter if you're yeah. looking good. Dress up. Just look yeah. different. <laughs> Whatever makes you feel confident. Yeah. In yourself. Just do it. Yeah. Just do and it. Film it. <laughs> film it and send it to us. Yeah. Well, this movie's all about filming. Make you make it a documentary, and then we'll make a documentary about your documentary. Oh gosh. Uh next week is going to be a rad dad bad dad because we didn't do yes. one last season and so Related now we... Father's Day special. <laughs> yeah, genuinely. But we should have done it for Father's Day. That was a we that should've. was a mistake. I feel like we've said that the past couple of... well, we've only been doing this what? Yeah, it's only the we've third done time. It two times? Well we we didn't do it last season because the last season was so long. Right. So we just didn't want to add to it. I don't think maybe we did do it, but we haven't done it in a, in a, a while. So, and it's halfway yeah, through the season, I so we'll probably struggle to remember the parental figures in oh, the I earlier won't. movies from the season. I, I know, I keep it. That's that's what I I don't I don't remember the morals. I just care about the dads. Yeah, I'm glad that you're like Damn, once I'm really I feel like mad once you start talking it. about it, then it jogs my memory. But if you were to ask me without your assistance, I'd be like, I don't remember who the parents were and if they were bad or not. Yeah. I'm so mad we didn't do it for Father's Day. That was so stupid. I mean, it wouldn't have come out on Father's Day because it's Wednesday, but still. Uh. Okay. Well, next year, I'm pretty sure we still have, like, a year of episodes. I don't think we so do. If we... I think we have, like, maybe six months. Well. Because there's a bunch of years that we're done with. a ton with. of new ones to get us to Father's <sighs> oh Day. Oh, my God. Please, no. <laughs> please. They just released 20 decoms <laughs> this year. I'm pretty sure everything coming out is a Disney Plus most things are there's Special zombies movie. zombies three and under wraps two Ugh, boo oh, no Ugh. uh it's to the under wraps i'm excited to see what they do with zombies and the aliens yeah that i'm excited about that comes out soon oh right because that's not a that's a, is it a halloween release no or it's, it's not july a release. it's a july okay. release they 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 I, that's what i thought yeah they released They're in like january halloween. and march right which is I mean, they're not really Halloween-y, so it's fine, but we made them Halloween. I like them to be Halloween movies. Right, they should be. I'm not, I'm, but I'm not saying they're, they're not like, you know, Don't Look Under the Bed, which is like very Halloween. 
Yeah, or Halloween Town, where it's literally in the name. Nah. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that Halloween Town High is super Halloweeny. Halloween Town Two is honestly the it's most Halloween. It's the most Halloween one to me because there's like the Halloween party and like you actually get to see a lot more of Halloween Town itself. Yeah, the first two I would say give me Halloween vibes. The other ones, no. Oh god, they just give me racist vibes. Return to Halloween Town, and I can never remember which one it is. Three, it's Halloween Town High. Thank you. Return to Halloween Town is one with Sarah Paxton. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's the show. So next week is Rad Dad or Bad Dad, and the week after that starts our animated month. Yay! Maybe yeah, we'll start. Maybe we'll just have August be it. Maybe who knows? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it works out. If it, if okay, it, wait, okay. So 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 this is gonna come out next week, and then Rad Dad or Bad Dad will come out the week after that, which is okay. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, we're not as far ahead as we normally are. Right. So Summer things have been coming up. Yeah, so we're going to skip the last week of July and have Animated Month start in August. Perfect. Yeah, that'll <laughs> give us a chance to catch up. So uh, sorry for all the missed weeks this summer, but you know what? Summer's busy. Whee! Anyway. Hey, we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye. Bye.